in the first Jackass movie, when he takes a dump in a like a a Home Depot, yeah, doesn't he like like in a it's but it's not Knoxville, it's one of the other guys. He does it like in an unattached toilet. I did that in college. I saw you make a spinach dip in a loaf of sourdough bread once. You know what they say, Matt? Haters gonna hate, masters gonna bait. Yep. Damn it. Nailed it. All right, put your hands in. Show me your butthole on three. You know, smoke a little grass or drink a little ripple. Crow like a rooster. Maybe challenge the mayor's son to a gentleman's duel as uncouth against God. His hair looks like he took a toaster bath to get ready. <laughs> This is a freestyle off the top of the dome. Here we go. And I do it again, 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 again. I do it only once. Again, 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 again. I do it only once. I go down that river slow to the place I shoot like Carmelo. I'm living my life and we go hard. Floating on the river in a party barge. And I see you on a sea dude. Your shirt was white and it was see-through. Please use your spray, no mosquitoes. Every time you found me, it's a free throw. We're back with a brand new show of No Brains, No Headache podcast. This is episode 68. Jordan Weichel is my name and I'll be your host. My co-host is Matt Cleary. This is an NBNH media production. On this episode, we are joined by a very popular guest, that has been on the show before. Andy Ruther of Dirty Sports Podcast joined us from Cincinnati, Ohio, for our usual of catching up with an old friend, followed by some college stories, and we even attempted to talk football, albeit very scattered. Thank you to Andy for joining us, and hopefully we will have him back for more. Follow him on socials, at Andy Ruther, at The Dirty Sports. He is an inspiration for us to do this podcast So if you like our stuff, you'll love his guaranteed. After the chatter, Matt and I get into Cleary's Comments, the segment where we banter about random things. We kept it shorter this week, so we covered an infamous school board prank with some rather hilarious names, and we may or may not have canceled Candy Corn, so tune in for that. It ended with talking points way off topic, then I had an escapade of hammering the sound buttons until Matt cut me off, rightfully so. We finish up with the Olympics of Locker Room, guys. As you may know, the Olympics is our ranking game we play on the show. And to get in the spirit of the NFL season, we focused on football locker room, guys. I can tell you with confidence that both podiums are stacked. If you enjoy the show, then follow us on social media for even more content. At NBNH Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. There you can vote on your favorite podiums. Or if you need a cool gift idea, check out the link in our bio for a Kong beer bong. We are available on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, where you may be listening right now, so don't miss an episode by following. Then if you want to take your support to the next level, leave us a rating and a review. We'd really appreciate it. Nobody has shit on us yet, so you could be the first one. You probably won't. It's No Brains, No Headache Podcast. Let's get it on. Okay. Let's party. We now welcome on a recurring guest who joined us on episode 35 back in January. He's a stand-up comedian and host of The Dirty Sports Podcast, Andy Ruther. Andy, thanks for coming on No Brains, No Headache Podcast once again. Great to be back, fellas. How are we doing tonight? Pretty good, man. It's good to see you again. We've missed you since our last talk. we got to ask you, how have you been, of all people? I'm doing all right. I'm uh, 
Just got done with a little, little post five mile run sesh. So I'm, uh, you know, like you shower and then you get out and you're still feeling like sweaty. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Like, you, like you're not fully cooled off. You got to take another shower a half hour later just to really clean off. Cause you're still. Sweating. Yeah. Was that five yeah. miles to get rid of the, the bag of chips that you just mowed down? Um, yeah, that's part of it. <laughs> that, that was a, uh, that, that was a disgusting, disgusting decision I, that I made. See, I do that sure. quite often. So I was kind of like, you were like, I'm disgusted with myself, but I feel like that's a pretty regular thing. Like, like, like a full, like a full bag. Of, we're not talking a, you know, a small bag that you pack in your lunch in high school. We're talking a full size bag. You do that. Depends on what I'm doing. Like, were you watching something good? Because if I'm locked into something, that bag's going down. Yep. No, I'm, no, that's the you know the craziest part. I'm watching nothing. I, I didn't say this on our show. I was standing in the kitchen, just standing and eat, <laughs> like not watching, not on the computer, not watching. Just, just standing and just going like this until they're like just thinking, just staring out the driveway. You weren't even on your phone or anything. I'm saying on nothing. On some sort of THC, I hope. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I was on. I was on like smoked the bowl, stood in the kitchen, just zoned out, and just kept going. It's like they're good. These Carolina Gold chips from Trader Joe's, they they're good. Just turn you and, into and, a father of three. It sounds like just standing in the kitchen eating chips. Oh yeah, no, I, I've I've basically turned into a father of three minus minus the kid part. Yep. <laughs> Got to make sure you know check on the driveway, make sure the driveway is doing good. But well, there was nothing to look at. This is nighttime too, so so I'm I'm staring. At, this is this is uh, let's see here. This is probably nine thirty at night, Sunday night. I'm just staring out into nothing. Like I, I don't. Do you guys? Do so you guys smoke weed? I've, uh, I've dabbled. I've uh, been known to, uh, when I'm in the legal jurisdiction to recreational take part in legal marijuana, yes, and then I smoke weed. That's all I'm going to say. Word. Are you guys worried the feds are watching? <laughs> You'd be surprised <laughs> like, who listens to this podcast, all right? got to watch ourselves. Like, well, well, why I'm asking that is because, like, I will... I will just zone out at times. Like I, like I can be that guy who's like no TV. I don't need anything. Lately, what I'll do is I'll go on the back patio at night. Sometimes I'll have music with me. Sometimes I won't. I'll just light a candle, smoke a bowl, and just stare at the stars and take it all in. That's what it's all about, though. I mean, you can just keep yourself entertained just by the beauty of nature and just hanging out in some nice weather. It's awesome. Yeah, forget now. Where are you guys? Where are you guys at again? Remind me. North Dakota, Bismarck. That's right. That's right. Have I you knew, ever I been was... to North Dakota, or do you know anything about it? Because I've asked guests, and they're like, "Is that like Canada?" I think we talked about this last time. I uh, where it probably was South Dakota. When I was driving back through from Montana, would I would it have been South Dakota? Maybe. I don't know. Kinda... Guess it depends. South Dakota is okay, a little so more I... rocky. Yeah, so I was going from like Yellowstone East, and then at one point I stayed in Minnesota overnight in a hotel. That's a all the same shit. Yeah, like a seedy hotel. 
like the type of hotel where you're like, is that a blood stain, cum stain, or like you don't know, you know, it's like a mix. If you blacklighted it, you'd throw up everywhere. Yeah, I've stayed in some dumps in my day. It's like like the type of I, hotel I, you see in the movie Fargo, just greasy. Yeah. I stayed in I stayed in one, you guys will like this. I stayed in one. I was doing a college show. This is probably like ten years ago. And my girlfriend at the time, oh, she was so pissed at me. Cause like I was being cheap. Like my thing my thing on those shows would be like, okay, I have a fee I'm gonna get. You know, the less I spend on the road, the more I'm the more I'm gonna earn on the show, right? So I get this dump somewhere in Indiana, like outside Bloomington, where Indiana University is, and it was, it was, it was so nasty. There was like a, there was like a used bandaid, like in the bathroom, like like the shower area, and I remember we were laying in bed, and she's like, "I'm so mad at you." I'm like, well, what did I do? And she's like, "You, you don't even think about this. Like, you just want to have sex, and then you're like, you're not even acknowledging." the disgusting band-aid and like, this is so gross. Just spend it. And she was right to her credit. Like just spend an extra $30. <laughs> didn't even notice well, the bed do, bugs. Yeah. didn't do that. And uh, there's a reason we're not dating anymore. Well, I think that's just all part of it. I mean, you got to go through that little rough stage, if you will, of just kind of slumming it and you got to stay at the shitty places. So then you appreciate you know, the great places you stay along the way are in your kitchen in the, or in your case, the kitchen right now. Yeah, exactly. So eloquently put, Jordan, wearing your Ocho, I'm an idiot. Wearing your Ocho Cinco jersey. Words have never been more profound. I wore it just for you, Ruther. I mean, come on, man. We, I missed you, man. I told Matt, NFL season's coming back. We got to get Ruther back on because... You know, everybody loved the last episode, so we got to talk a little football, get you back on the show, BS a little bit. I mean, oh yeah, I appreciate it. You guys, you guys are doing your thing. I like it. I, how long? How long now have you been going strong on the uh, so no brains, no headache pod? This is episode sixty-seven. We took one week off. This after, is sixty-eight. Yep, uh, Matt. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate that. <laughs> Finally steps in to save me when I say something wrong. We get it wrong all the time. Yeah, we're always one behind. Sorry. And then I don't usually know enough to correct him. I'm like, He's probably right. Then it's like, oh, the four episodes off. So basically, it'd be 69 straight weeks because we took one week off after the 4th of July. And then we worked ND Country Fest, which is just like a country musical festival. We helped out with social media. And then I went to Colorado for the MLB Home Run Derby. Way too much going on at once, so we just took a one week off. But I don't know, coming up like over a year and a few months now. Good for you guys. How was that home run derby? So I was it was at uh, Coors Field, obviously, and I was at the rooftop bar, so it was kind of like standing room only. Um, and then, of course, we just didn't get there like early enough. But you could kind of like watch it if you scooted up a little bit, stood on your tiptoes, maybe get lucky if somebody like moves out of your way, and then. These Astros fans of all people were just heckling us. And it was just like, come on, man. Like, you're going to heckle us for trying to, like, stand closer and get a view of the fucking home run derby. So, I mean, it was a, a good experience and I enjoyed it. So were you there for the home run derby or are you just there visiting somebody? Or Both, I guess. Like, I have a, we have a okay. good friend who lives down in Denver and he's always a great person to stay with. You know, great host. So, you know, if I find a chance to slip down there and we were looking at tickets and... 
got some pretty like affordable tickets. So I decided to go down and it's, it's like a, it might sound long, but it's a 12 hour drive from Bismarck, which I mean, you can knock out in a day. It gets long, but if you want to drive or fly, but it's, it's a nice little trip down to Denver and the home run derby is fun for, I bet on Pete Alonzo and he ended up winning. So. That was good. It's a good bet. So, so what? 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 I, I'm like a nerd with this stuff. Give me the freeway. Like, what freeways are you taking? The, the highways. Out of Bismarck, you take I-94 yeah. west, and then do you hit. Do you get to 40 at some point? I don't know what the hell do you you like. You turn. You start taking back roads through South Dakota. Okay. And then stop uh, at a gas station where there's multiple murders a year. I don't even. <laughs> Just, I'm just curious because I've done a fair amount of like cross country travels and oh, and you can take like a few different ways. I always like to drive by uh, the Devil's Tower in Wyoming. It's the, oh, what's that? That sounds cool. It's the nipple of America. It's just a giant rock face like protruding out of the ground in Wyoming. They call it the Devil's Tower. I call it the nipple of America. It looks like you a tree the- stump or very hard nipple of America. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Now, were you just slamming bush lights on the? I love how you guys. I love how you guys have forty-five bush lights sitting there for this show. I'm glad you noticed that. I was like, let's just lay out a bunch of bush lights and then slowly drink them throughout the show. So I twenty-five, there it is. Okay, I twenty-five, there it is. And that's yeah. that's north of Denver, like out of Denver, right up to Fort yeah. Collins. You go through Chugwater. Also, flights are pretty cheap to Denver if you're interested. <laughs> Went to the wrong yeah. page. <laughs> well, that, that's 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 a route I haven't done. That's that's a route I got to do. That's interesting. Yeah, and it's nice to have a good friend down there who you know knows all the cool little spots and obviously a free place to stay. I mean, we're still young bucks, so I don't mind sleeping on the couch. But it's all about your personal Dude, I'm preference. Almost four, I'm almost forty. I'll sleep on a couch. See, that's that's my thing. It's like I don't care. Just give me a couch. It's fun enough to. Hey, that if I don't have to see a band aid in the bathroom, I'll stay on a couch. <laughs> yeah, and especially I assume like you're getting like pretty drunk, so it's not going to matter. Oh, there was heavy, like, heavy drinking going on. See, I'm so dumb that I'm like I kind of want a bed, but then I end up getting so drunk that I end up like sleeping on the living room floor. It's like yeah. you got to open. Yeah, it. he's been ending up on the floor a few times this summer, so you know. Hey, it's hey good. that's a that's an old school Andy Ruther move. I much respect <laughs> that. I want to have an episode with you where we just talk about your college days because that could just get out of hand. It's so funny. Episode. You might, you guys not mean, might need a year or a month. Like, All right. We started like, a like, different podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to brag, but like, I, like, like I'll be honest. I bet I could go toe to toe with almost anybody story wise. Like, mean, like I say that proudly and also embarrassingly. Some like, older episodes far- of Dirty Sports, you definitely have some like college laundry room s- stories that <laughs> I'm just oh, appalled by, but also pretty impressed. Dude, that that's that's just that's like the tip of the iceberg. Like I'll talk to my buddies and they'll bring up stuff. Like our group was, was that way, but like but like I was kind of the guy, you know, I was like the Johnny Knoxville of the group and I mean, I think I said this. I I did in the first Jackass movie when he takes a dump in a like a a Home Depot. Yeah, doesn't he like like in a it's but it's not Knoxville. It's one of the other guys. He does it like in an unattached toilet. I did that in college. 
that's what I'm saying. Like, like before that came out, we saw, so we saw a toy, they were replacing a toilet on our dorm floor and, and they put it in one of the rooms. And as we're walking back from class one day, my buddy looks at me and he goes, Oh, I already know that's trouble for this weekend. And they wheeled it out in the middle of the hallway. I'm talking like middle of the dorm hallway. I'm blackout drunk. My buddy grabs, there's video footage of this somewhere. He grabs a video camera. People are walking, imagine people walking out of their rooms. My pants are at my ankles. It smelled, this is like a 2 a.m. post bar dump. It smelled so bad. My buddy started vomiting who was filming. <laughs> this actually sounds like jackass for the cameraman. That's what, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like this was before. And here's the best part. So our, our floor, we were on the lower level of like a 15 story dorm where I went St. Louis university. That's where all the laundry rooms were. And, and the boiler room was there. The toilet was wheeled back next to the boiler room. Imagine who found that <laughs> like the heat. I bet the guy oh, just I, quit. I would. So, so I just want to give a, a shout out to Donald, the janitor. I'm sorry, dude, for all those years, Donald, no lie would walk in the morning and he'd be like motherfucking white boys made a motherfucking mess i'm not making this up like this dude's just like just little short angry black dude like motherfucking you'd hear him you'd hear him from your room the motherfucking white boys beat all over this shit god damn motherfuckers oh god that is yeah, i feel awesome. bad donald because donald was a nice guy but god i was an asshole I'm sure that's the forgiveness Donald was after. Now that you have apologized via No Brains, No Headache podcast, I'm sure he can, you know, if he's still with us, live the rest of his life easy. Yeah, no, you're right. He's definitely killed himself by now. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was going to say it, Don but I didn't want to. Man, yeah, you got this. sorry to Donald's family. We all see it. <laughs> yeah. We all see it. Take, take this moment. This is, what, this is what I like about your guys' show is like we'll talk no sports. I mean, we will eventually, but like I just love just airing out literally my dirty laundry. <laughs> well, we we aired out some dirty laundry. We had a former NCAA athlete on last weekend, and our last weekend we definitely aired out some laundry of just the dirty things that go on with NCAA and athletes and payment and all that jazz. But I mean, we might as well pivot to sports now. Let's just get into it before we go down a yeah. whole road of yeah, Ruther be... college stories and then go on to <laughs> that, Matt's college stories. Yeah. That, that's another podcast down the line. We'll have you back and it's just going to be college stories. Yeah. If, if we could, if we have a guest that just keeps coming back consistently and is like, the leaderboard, your leading guest appearances. I want it to be you of anybody. So, oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And we can offer you no form of payment whatsoever. So let's just be clear. Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't need, I don't, guys, I'm already feeling good. I'm laughing. I'm smiling. That's all that matters. We're all good. I, I insulted you no less than 30 seconds into you hopping onto this. So I appreciate you still being with us. But <laughs> let's talk NFL. I mean, the season will be a couple days after this episode comes out. Um, you know, we're coming off the Bucks winning a Super Bowl, Tom Brady, yada, yada, yada. Do you have any like hot takes or just thoughts you want to get off, off your chest of this upcoming season or who are you feeling's good? Anything that you're just like, oh my God, I have to say this to the world right now. Nothing. No, nothing like, like nothing, hot, like no hot take. I, I I'm excited. I think we all are right guys. Like 
football is here and it's always that feeling that you have that energy that surrounds you when the new season's coming. I, I am definitely excited to see how the Bucks play. Yeah. And I don't know. There's, there's a part of me that like, I'm obviously a giant Tom Brady guy. Just how can you not be? There's a part of me. that's just like, I wanted to win again, you know, not only to just keep cementing that legacy, but you know, to also, you know, shove it to my co-host Joe Brano and then people who still want to still want to just like nitpick a little at this guy's legacy. So I'll be curious how they do. You know, that division is going to be a lot different now that Drew Brees is gone. You have, you know, a new start in Carolina with Darnold. We, of course, the Jameis Winston storyline is fascinating. Well, as someone that's a Panthers fan, I really liked having the Bucks in the division to be like, oh, Bucks, you win both those games every year. Then Tom Brady goes there. They win a Super Bowl. Not anymore. That division top to bottom outside the Panthers now because blow ass is just dynamite. Well, Falcons suck too. And Saints aren't that good. So it's not that good, but <laughs> at the same time, the Bucks dynamite. are good. I really talked myself was, out of that. Like say, almost immediately. I, was say, I can think of a lot of better divisions, but go ahead. <laughs> but if you look back at the last 20 years, every single one of those teams has made it to a Super Bowl. I don't know if any other division can say that. Yeah, that's actually a pretty cool stat right there. Yeah. Because you've so in the last 20, 20 years. Because the Saints in 06, I think. Because there's that. 09. Co- I don't want to talk about 09. That. 09. Yeah, from 09 forward, every one of those teams but, has been in a Super Bowl. No, but Bowl. It, it would have been 20 years. 03 would be Carolina. Carolina was in it again yeah. 2015, drank an entire bottle of Jack Fire and threw up on myself. Yeah, exactly. So you have two Carolinas. You got the Falcons with the epic collapse. And then, uh, and you got the Bucks, the Bucks in of a- early two thousand, and then yeah, actually, yeah, that is a pretty cool stat. You can't really say that because every other division did- has a shit team. That like you got the Lions, you got the Lions, the Bengals, the Browns. Like you can't like yeah. you, you can't say that about teams. The Jets, Miami. The Bills were shit forever. Yeah, I bet. I bet it's the only division. I'd assume. Well, the Rams. So the Rams have made it. The Cardinals have made it. Chargers haven't. Okay. Wait, Chargers aren't the same division, you guys. What are you talking about? We're (laughs) losing. What? Yeah. Let's wow, let's, let's reel mind. it in a little bit here, guys. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm too busy thinking about Donald and the legacy I left. God damn it, the Donald. St. Louis, the St. Louis University dorm rooms. Yeah. So I guess every team from that division has made it, the AFC West. Okay. But yeah, but but regardless, yeah, I look, I think they'll be really good. Like I, I can see the Bucs this year winning 13 games. Um 12-13. The AFC West is going to be so fun to watch because there's so many good young quarterbacks and storylines. Yeah, and I like a lot of the coaches. The Chargers just going to air it out and got the yeah, Chiefs, be as always, going to be doing their thing. See how good T. Kelsey and Tyreek are. Uh, let's let's talk about a team really quick that's probably not going to win a whole lot of games. Um, I listened back to our episode 35 when you joined us just to jog the memory a little bit. And we talked about uh, Jared Goff. Matt claimed you hated him. You said that was a strong word. 
whatever, go listen to it, episode 35. <laughs> but since then, I mean, obviously the big trade, uh, Jared Goff goes to Detroit, Stafford goes to the Rams. Like, what's your thoughts on that? And, like, what do you think of Goff in the Lions? Because I honestly think he might die. Yeah, I I think that's – it's not a good situation for him. I mean, no. You, I mean, let's. I don't think. I'm a little biased, obviously. Cause I lived out there and I went to so many Rams games, and I'm so familiar with Sean McVay and like you know, just you live out there, you're reading all the local papers, all those things. I don't think people realize how well that uh, Sean McVay protected Jared Goff just by being such a good play caller and coach. So now, right, he goes to Dumpster Fire Detroit organization. <laughs> you got the PC principal coach, yeah, you know, Campbell. Like, 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 I agree. Like, I think it could be bad, like really bad for him. I think he's going to look really bad because their offensive line is actually probably like a top ten offensive line. So he's going to have that time to throw. Granted, he's throwing to like a homeless man and one of the like hot dog vendors, Tyrell Williams. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. Who are the receiver? What's the receiving core for Detroit this year? That's all I can name is Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams. Is Marvin Jones still there? No, no he's at the Jaguars. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's like a six round pick this year. I think you're just naming people from uh, the, uh, the the bishop school the fake school what what, what are they called <laughs> bishop sycamore sycamore yeah i kind of want to talk like bishop... about that but might save it oh shift gears of that really quick what's your thoughts on bishop sycamore yeah you're in ohio oh. where were you on that I one <laughs> i can't get enough of it it, it, it is literally one of the i was texting Prano the other and i was like dude I, I just can't i can't stop reading about this it because more and more keeps coming out it's one of the wildest stories you know they're not even i don't know the technical term but they're not even authorized with the department of education it's technically not that whatever it's called for the state of ohio so whatever the the bureaucratic name is the agency who's running like high schools or schools like they're not even at school like, 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 think about this. At, at this point, guys, in, in 2021, you have access to more information. But this is what I love about the age we live in. You also have the ability to fake stuff. So, like, they did such a fake. And, and you see this, right? When people con people. Well, like, did, this is like a Bernie Madoff level type Ponzi scheme to play high school football. I mean, it is bonkers. And I love it. Good name drop, Bernie. Well, the fact yeah. that they have, like, they faked it, but they did a really bad job of it and still got through, like, a marketing company who then pitched it to ESPN. They're like, well, sure. Yeah, why not? Their their website but, looks but, like it was put together by, like, an eighth grader. No, I know it does. But but take it, take, take it back. Okay, you're going to the ESPN and the marketing company. I want to talk about the schools they're playing. So, so like, none of these schools – did the research because I thought the same thing being from Ohio. When I saw Bishop Sycamore, Ohio has a ton of Catholic schools. It's a ton of like all boy and all girls schools. Like, like that's like the one I went to. So Bishop is usually affi affiliated with the Catholic school. Like, there's no, in Cincinnati, we have a local high school called Sycamore. So what, what does that mean? Uh, I was just saying the Catholic church. 
Never mind. Yeah. Oh, I, I, oh, I thought you were mocking me like I was stroking off Ohio because I'm kind of doing that in a way right now. Oh, but, no. But no. I'm just explaining. So, <laughs> so my point is like you would know, like you, you should know who you're playing. And, and no, none of the schools did the research is what I'm saying as well. Like we can shit on ESPN and I'm all, I'm all here for that. Yes. But everyone else is like IMG Academy. I don't know if you guys know how much about them. Like they're one of the elite like football schools in the country. They didn't, they didn't do the research. They played them last year and this year. Who's, 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 who's calling the, who's the athletic director at IMG Academy where guys are going to Ohio state and all these big name schools. They're not doing the research either. And that guy had like uh he was known as a fraud, the head coach of Bishop Sycamore. He had a warrant out for yeah. his arrest. How does that yeah? That's yeah. just adds so to saying, what we're been... saying, yeah. Oh, this is gonna be the best thirty for thirty or documentary <laughs> or whatever they do. It's like I tweeted today from Dirty Sports. Do you guys watch It's Always Sunny? Yes. Oh, it's yeah. it's like in Always Sunny it's it's like the gang in Always Sunny. This is something they would do for an episode. Is it not like if you're like, I'm a huge fan of that show. If, if they created a fake high school, this is something that Dennis concocts and he gets everybody else in on. Yeah. The, the gang commits fraud to get a made up high school to play a top ranked other high school in football. And at the link, it's, it, it's, it's like, I can see it playing out where, you know, Danny DeVito where Frank's being the coach and Dennis, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is so wild and everyone's to blame. That That's kind of my take, but I'm all here for it. I'm all here for how stupid everyone is and, and people can get got for sure. But I, I was, I was looking at it myself. Like I was texting praying. I was like, this Bishop Sycamore. I was like, what, like, what doesn't make sense. It sounds fake. It That's what I'm saying. They took like a Catholic name, mixed it with a public school name and just, I, I like know, described I it if the University of Phoenix online had a kid with accepted, but accepted already had a kid in the oven with so we're got- Red Iron Gang. Yep. That's a good one. Like they had no that's, uniforms. That's, yeah. They had they had nothing. Well, they- I don't know if you guys saw the Did you guys see the piece? I'm gonna like I'm gonna go far into this and dirty sports tomorrow did you see the interview so with, complex magazine did some did some interview did with you, the dad that? of the quarterback that used to play for him well I, I don't know if that was this yeah was that the one where they were saying they were they were stealing stuff to pay for their uniforms oh i was talking about they were like robbing and stealing <laughs> gridiron gang did you guys know about this no no i didn't i went deep into it too so i'm so surprised they, Oh yeah, I, I'm like, like I said, I can't get enough. Like I'm just like, I'm like staying up late and just they they. I wish I knew better. I, I got to re uh, reread it, but basically they were committing crimes to help pay for uniforms and so they could eat. They were all living in like this giant house, and guys were on the floor, kind of like how you guys live when you get drunk, <laughs> and that's how Bishop Sycamore was doing it. You sleep on the floor a couple dozen times. And all of a sudden, you're the asshole. Yeah. (laughs) Labeled for life. (laughs) I pissed myself 12 times. Well, with your, you know, asphyxiation with with, uh, Bishop Sycamore, I don't know if that's a good word. Well, when you fix it, that means, like, 
No, you just you go with serial killers. What am I trying to say here? Your intrigue, your intrigue with Bishop Sycamore is similar. Fixation, fixation is the. There we go. That's Charlie can't read. He'll adapt. He'll adapt to reading. Had a tough, tough week, as they say. No, I haven't. Been drinking too much lately. Anyway, you have this Bishop Sycamore thing going on. We have something similar. A chiropractor murdered four people in the in the local area here, and they just went through court with that. So I think we should each make a documentary or get, you know, the deep dive in on this these stories because they're interesting as hell. We got a fraudulent high school playing high level of high school football. We have a chiropractor murdering four people people out of the blue. I mean, there's a lot going on in Bismarck, North Dakota slash Ohio area. What do you think? I like how you connected two completely unrelated things. Like <laughs> we were like, I'm going super deep into this, and you should see people around here. They literally don't work all, or they didn't work all day because they had to watch the trial of this weird ass murder going on. Point being, we well, got a lot if of you guys want to bring it back. Stuff. It, I, I got you. If you want to bring it back to the NFL, I would argue the Bishop Sycamore thing could be more fascinating than a lot of the NFL storylines heading into the season. What do you think the scoreline is? Bishop Sycamore versus the Lions. (laughs) 31-17 Sycamore. (laughs) Okay, okay. Here's here's a real one for you. How many games do the Lions win? That's 17. Five. Three. I don't don't have their Vegas over under. It's probably around six, six and a half. I bet it's lower than that. I mean, they could run the ball. 40 times a game and maybe win a game. But, yeah, they suck. I think everybody's assuming the Bears and the Vikings are also going to suck, so they're going to give the Lions a couple divisional wins. They're at five. I just looked it up. Lions are five projected over under wins. So, so yeah, you're pretty much spot on. Yeah, I wouldn't want to even. I'm going to go under. I'm just because of Goff. I think they win four games. It's going to be really telling, especially because, and their coach is not ready to be a head coach. It's Dan Quinn 2.0. Comes in with this hard-nosed attitude, and they are going to suck. I'm going to go with the under. Okay. Can we, yeah, I'm going to go with the under, too. Can we, can we talk about their former quarterback for a minute, Matthew Stafford? I was going to say, I was going to ask you about Dark Horse MVPs, and I think Matthew Stafford is the best bet right now to win MVP. See, I don't. Who's who's your MVP Look, I, candidate I, plus a well, Dark Horse? Well, 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 first of all, let me let me say this about Stafford. I, I It's not that I don't like him. I think he's a nice quarterback, but you know, he doesn't want a playoff game. Like, 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 let's not forget. I know he was in Detroit, but at a certain point, to be that next level of QB, like he has all the stats. He has all the stats. The like the trajectory, Hall of Fame quarterback stats. But you gotta win a playoff game at some point. Like he's been in the playoffs a few times with the Lions. He's had some talent. That's where the QBs gotta step it up. Like that Detroit one was a tough loss, and I don't know, I don't know if you guys remember that. There was a real controversial pass interference call that game or down was that, in uh, I was that Detroit, the down in Dallas. Yeah, the Des Bryant. Yeah, yeah. So that was a controversial one a few years ago. But like, I don't know. Like, I would not put him as my dark horse. I could be wrong, but I mean, his odds wise, because I think he's like seventh or eighth 
best odds. Yeah. I would want to see well, like yeah. a running back win it cuz I mean like if L Track runs for 2000 yards again, how can you not give him the MVP? Not going to happen. Yeah, they're just not going to give quarter or they're not going to give running backs. It's, it's just a quarterback award. I you know, I think I don't know, it'll be interesting. Like you want to obviously I'd assume is Mahomes the favorite? He has to be. Him or maybe Josh Allen. Yeah, I like Josh Allen a lot. Yeah, he he could tear. I, mean, it I think. Up. I, what's that? I said he could tear it up very easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After last He's year, nice. yeah, you just got that money. You know, sometimes those guys they they really start to show out after they get that big paycheck. So who knows? I think I think Russell Wilson will. Uh, I'm a little worried he might dip a little this year. Yeah, see, I love Russell Wilson. Probably not as much as you, but I really like him. So I put a healthy amount of money on him last year. And I think he, or yeah. maybe it was two years ago, but he started out like so well through like seven or eight weeks and then just absolutely shit the bed the rest of the year. And yeah. It's like, uh, my he luck. Did. That, 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 that's his, uh, his Achilles heel is, is consistency for, you know, the full season, but they have him but do he's, it all. I, that's the thing. Like he's such a, I don't think people realize like what he's done the reason I love Russ so much is he's done it for nine straight years. Like we're we're talking, he's done it for almost a full decade. Also, never missed a game. That was always my thing about Matt Ryan too. Was like when you when you when you don't miss games. I don't think people realize how hard that is as a quarterback. You know, like you see these guys. Like I think Russell Wilson and I was eighth all time already as far as most consecutive games started. And they've never had a lose. Think about that. They've never had a losing season ever, ever. From going from a great defense to not a great defense, like it doesn't matter. He's like, I'm going to get you guys ten wins. Oh, he just, but he finds he, a way. He does. He does. And, and, and I think the intangibles, which these are metrics you can't measure, I think they do matter. I think people want to play with him. I think people. I think they bring out the best in players. I think Brady's the same way. And I know people like mock it, but I think it, it brings out the best in players and they want to play with them. Like some of these QBs and some of these leaders can do that. And they have that ability. Is it kind of becoming like the NBA though? Like super team. Do you think that it's kind of like transitioning into that? Like what, what Tampa Bay did last year, what they're doing again this year. Yeah. I mean, but also like no one, no one gave Antonio Brown a chance to be good again. I I think I, I could argue this might be a crazy take. I wonder what the Vegas odds are on this, that he might lead their team in yards this year. That That's a bet I'd be willing to take. Not saying that it'll happen, but as far as odds wise, because I assume all the odds is on Mike Evans. Well, yeah, I mean, you have one A, one B with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, but people don't realize that four years ago, Antonio Brown led the league in receptions. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I think he could have a thousand yard year again, well, a full year under his belt. Well, that so would, I don't know. That would be crazy because I think Godwin and Mike Evans are poised for close to a thousand yards, if not past the first team with three one thousand yard receivers. Whoa! Has there ever been a team with three? I doubt it. That's a lot. 
I, mean, I think there has. Is there? I mean, maybe, but I, 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 I bet. Here's one for you. Here's me get showing my age too. I bet if you looked it up, I bet the Rams had it with Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, Holt, and Ricky and Ricky Prohl. Ricky Prohl sucked. <laughs> no, but I bet he hit a thousand yards that year. Those guys were so good. The greatest show on turf. That offense with Warner and then Marshall Falk, yep. like. I bet they had. I bet they had a thousand yards. The three of them. I was thinking more along the line of like Reggie Wayne, Brandon Stokely, and Marvin Harrison. That could be it. What are you? What are you finding you out? You got to look there? this up. Yeah, I, I'm looking it up. And I just suck at it. I mean, that's really impressive. I would say three one thousand yard. I agree. Receivers, very impressive. I can't imagine. Yeah, Mar- Marvin Harrison, like. Reggie Wayne, and Brandon Stokely did it in two thousand four. The Rams never had it, and the most recent was Larry Fitzgerald, Anquan Bolden, and Steve Breston in 2008. Oh, Steve Breston, of course. Future Hall of wow. Famer. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow, yeah. This, I'm looking at this list. This yeah, is the, the Rams list. never had it. I'm Well, I'm sure Torrey Holt had 1,500, Isaac Bruce had 1,400, and Ricky Prohl had like six yards, but. Yeah. That's crazy. Can I yeah, ask? So it's only happened one. Go ahead. No, go. No, you go ahead. I was just kidding. It's only happened five times ever. I love Wikipedia, by the way. <laughs> I'd be lost oh. without it. Dude, you guys are, you guys are young. I mean, the, dude, when I grew up, like you just argue shit. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was there's no end you're just you're just arguing shit like you couldn't prove anything it's like oh, you're wrong oh, no i'm right you're wrong no i'm right how i got through college was wikipedia but then i couldn't source wikipedia so i'd find what wikipedia said through another source that was probably less likely to be accurate and then go with that source thing is here's the thing though i, I don't I, i've made this argument i don't think you retain it as well now Oh no, kids are because, definitely getting stupider. Because More and I'm stupid. part like when you say kids, I think everybody. Yep. Right? Because like like I know what we just said. I know we've I know for a fact I've discussed that on dirty sports. Because I thought the Rams were gonna have three a thousand three one thousand yard guys in the last few years. But that's what I'm saying. Like like in the past when I would read it in a book or have to look it up, I'd retain it. Now it's just very short term memory. Dude, I had college classes where I didn't even buy the book. It's just getting people are getting dumber. Yeah. Granted, I went to like a glorified high school. I went to Bishop Sycamore of colleges. <laughs> <laughs> it is a cult. That is true. Go Marauders. Hooks up. All right. I just Where'd got... you go to school? Wait, you go. The University of Mary. You just made that up. No. I'm like there. Like Jesus' mother, Mary? Yeah. Her herself. Mary came back to teach. Uh... Quantum physics? A guy I went to college with won the college slam dunk contest. How many kids were your school? Uh, Judging by their 4, football 000. team, not many. Our football team was historically shitty. Terrible. So they're the Bishop Sycamore. Where, where is University of Mary? It's in Bismarck, North Dakota. They're doing great things after I left, though. It's been really good. Everyone's awesome. It's a Catholic private college. I definitely donate money to them. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I definitely fuck, call it, fuck give it. Make fun of all of their alumni. 
including me. Jordan, by the way, didn't you off topic? Didn't you have to leave last time we did the show and like you were taking a dump for like twenty minutes or something? Okay, I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to I drank a lot of beers so I had to use the restroom and, and no it wasn't a dump but that's what we told people because it was funnier so okay, that's what we told see, people <laughs> see hey I do remember some things guys yeah you do <laughs> I, I'll give you that I Ruther you know he's a lot smarter than he looks um, thank you yeah you're welcome yeah. I have one question before we let you go Matt you can have one more I just have one little talking point. We got wearing the Bengals jersey in your honor, but I also have the Vikings hat up top. Obviously, you're Cincinnati Bengals. Are you a Cincinnati Bengals fan, or are you just like you're associated by Cincinnati? No, I, I, I couldn't care less about them. In fact, in fact, I look, I Joe Burrow, I think I, I think he's a great young kid, and I think he's a really great quarterback, but there's a part of me that's like like, how do you not draft an alignment? Like, like I don't know if you guys are following the the Jamar Chase. Like, he's dropping everything. Like, like you protect your Ferrari. You take it in for the routine maintenance. The routine maintenance is getting a top three guaranteed O lineman. You don't draft. You can fi- always find skilled players. So, part of me just wants to see another debacle. And again, I don't want to see anybody get injured, but will I laugh if he gets lit up and shreds another knee? Yes, I will laugh to the city of Cincinnati. So my question is, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure, you know, you hear about the Bengals all the time. What's your outlook for week one? Vikings take on the Bengals. Um, Is Joe Burrow going to spend his second year on the bench with an ACL injury starting week one, or what, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know what the early odds are, but I put him on Minnesota to win. I, I would, I, I would agree with that statement and I'm sure hoping so as well. <laughs> I think that, I think the Bengals over under is six and a half for wins for the year. Think about that right there. This is how delusional local Cincinnati Bengals fans are. The, the Vegas is saying you're over under the second year of a stud quarterback, a record-breaking collegiate quarterback, the third year of your head coach. The league is saying, or Vegas is saying, it's a winning season, as in, like, you're beating the odds if you go 7-10. and 10. That's, that's seven, what they're expecting. That 17-game no season is so weird to get used to. I know. I know. It took me a minute to do the math. <laughs> some marker board up yep i know okay. I, th- I think minnesota wins that game but like you guys always have a caliber defense i look i always as a guy who still follows because i'm just around it the Bengals. i always wanted them to hire zimmer and they let they waited too long and they let marvin lewis coach forever and obviously he went to minnesota I think I think if Zimmer would have had some of that talent that the Bengals had, like fifteen, sixteen, they could have done some serious work. I have some over unders for you on some kind of obscure NFL stats for this year. One of your input. <laughs> I have the over under of thirteen hundred of folding tables smashed in the Bills parking lot in the regular season. Ooh, that's a good one. 1,300. So you figure they have eight or nine. Eight or nine home games. That is a really good overall. So you're saying 
thirteen hundred. So you're saying like let like a hundred and fifty. I think a hundred and fifty. I mean, the Home Depot and Lowe's always sell out of them. Different sizes. How are they gonna? Are they really gonna try to calculate this? No, this is one I came up with. Not a chance. In yeah, what are they oh. gonna have? Guy going around the clipboard, just like there's one. What do you got today? I'm gonna take the under. That's a lot. I think it goes over. I'm also gonna take 150? the under. 150. Like how many people are breaking tables? Actually, I bet it's like twenty. As you like say, maybe if you included like at home table breaking, but in the tailgate, that's a lot. That's why I don't set because lines in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, they would they would hype it up, right? Like all the table breaks, you guys have seen them on social media. Like they'll hype it up and they'll do like a big one or like a couple big ones. They're not doing 150 big ones. Before. <laughs> <laughs> this is this might be the most ludicrous line. That's why I was like, well, who's came up with this? It's a big line. The NBA. Where'd you get 1300 casino. from? You. I don't know. This I don't like know. University of Mary. Is this what University of Mary taught you? <laughs> yes! I love you, Mary Slander. Keep it up. <laughs> What's the next one? Deshaun Watson sexual assault cases that get settled in court before trial over under 19 and a half. I mean, come on, way under. There's, 20, another, there's 22 of them. And I don't think I don't think many are gonna I don't think many will be settled. I think literally all of them will be settled. The the, the longer this like like these these th- sort of things, the longer they go on, it, it doesn't play well for the victims, like or the plaintiffs. Well, that's a funny because, thing too. Well, not funny. Oh, that was a terrible choice of words. But so one person canceled, canceled, canceled. canceled. I pre-canceled myself. I can't be canceled. That's trademark too. The use of Okay. Um, so, what was I talking about? <laughs> Deshaun Watson. Poor choice of words. Oh, yeah. So, I still don't know what I'm talking about right now. We're talking about Deshaun Watson and the cases and over under 19 and a half. Matt. Matt keeps staring at himself in the camera and he just keeps losing track of thought. It happens. Oh, I'm lost on it right now. Matt, look at all these beers in front of Matt. He's got four. I was going to say, like, the over-under of beers you drink versus LaDainian Tomlinson's number right there. <laughs> like, what's great? What's going to be greater? No, we've, we've, be- we've honestly had 45-minute interviews similar to this, and sorry for going f- for so long, but we've had 45-minute interviews, and he's had six empty beers at the end of it. You don't have to apologize. I, I I go long all the time, guys. You know what I'm talking about. I go all night long. <laughs> all right. Last over under before we let you go. People beaten to death in the stands of the new Rams Chargers Stadium. Point five. I'm gonna go under. No one will be beaten to death. I don't know. Judging by nice. the preseason fights that we see all over social media, I, I know. But, but that stadium, it's it's. It's too expensive. It's true. Let's be honest. Criminals can't afford those tickets. Like that was preseason. <laughs> that I'm just being. Good, I'm just being. That's blunt. Such a good point. But it's true. Like 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 I, like my season tickets are nosebleeds. They're still sixteen hundred bucks for the season. Like, oh, are you two thousand miles away from Chargers Stadium with season tickets? 
I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying to play like the stock market. We'll see. Hey, if chargers get really good, I'm you, hedging, could, you could make bank. No, it has nothing to do with the chargers. Have you seen who they play? No, all teams that travel, all teams, the chargers home schedule is it's like all good fan bases. Cowboys, giants, Patriots, Steelers, Vikings is, you know, not Vikings and Browns aren't the best. They're still good fan bases. Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos. Those are all great fan bases. All of them. And I'm forgetting one, but yeah, I'm basically saying I can like that first Cowboys game. I'm listing my tickets right now, like 300 bucks a pop. They're up there, but they're still 45 yard line. Those tickets I bought for 80. So if, if I can sell them for like 300 each, you know, I can make some money on these games, but we'll see. Yeah, nice. people play Bitcoin. We should just start yeah. playing season ticket. Move over, crypto. Say hello to season ticket flipping. You got well, season tickets e- to the Minnesota Lynx WNBA. Who yeah, wants them? <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. That's what I'm saying. It's easier when you're doing it with a team that doesn't have a fan base, and they have teams that do have good fan bases. Like, I mean, that stadium is so nice. It'll sell out every game for all these other great fan bases. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it helps. I me. mean, I think at worst, I get 200 bucks for my Cowboys tickets first game. Think about it. If I, if I get 200 bucks, that's already two and a half times what I'm paying for each ticket. I don't know. If anything, you got to up those numbers. I mean, Cowboys fans are fucking assholes. So take everything you can get from them. Yeah, well, we'll see. I've never really done this. And this is the first time I've ever like listed tickets. Oh, and, and great. Right now, I've had no nibbles. Jerry Jones no nibbles puts and stuff entirely up. too much salt on his breakfast sandwich. So. <laughs> Between that and Cowboys fans being assholes, I, th- I think I'll tell. We, if we want to fast forward to that game, that's that's week two. I think the Cowboys lose that game, big time. Let's just buy Ruthers. Yeah, throw us a podcast discount. Or... It's funny. I've had so many people hit me up already, like dirt balls, and I'm like, guys, I'm not trying dirt to get the X. Like, this is this this is like a test for me. This is like a test. Can I can I make money? on season tickets it it, it 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 it's not me being me it's like i it's like a test can i make money on a pair of tickets from two thousand miles away that's what i'm trying to do you got to put a disclaimer on your next podcast that you're not fucking giving away the tickets to dirt balls <laughs> well it's not giving away it's even even like you know people want face value again which is only 80 dollars, which is cheap people are like oh you got two tickets i'll give you 160 bucks it's like well, i'm not making money on that then that's not that's not how that works. You got to pay fees yeah. too, don't you? This is America. It's called capitalism. I mean, if you're not so doing I'm it for to... profit, then why are you doing it? You know, why are you doing it? Yeah, exactly. So I'm just testing the market, testing the free market. All right. We've kept you entirely too long, like double the amount of time I told you. So Andy, thank you so much for coming on again. Look forward to the next time when we talk about your debauchery. Sorry, Donald, in college. <laughs> I can't thank you enough for coming on. This is fun as hell. Let's do it again. Yeah, I agree. Maddie, Jordan, it's always fun. I'm glad that uh, we could have the three of us back together again and all together without someone leaving to take a mid pod dump and uh we'll have to do it again i agree well we we can do a a college savage story rabbit hole and uh i'll just get myself canceled time and time again (laughs) pre-cancel yourself it's fun yeah
No, I, I do. When you, when you, when you leave that scene, like mentally just leaving LA and then like going back, it, it, there is something of a relief of like, you're not, even though I was never really quote unquote in that like world, we're doing auditions on, you're still in the world. If that makes sense, but you're not, but now I'm like done. So yeah. I'm I'm all here. I'm all here for it. Next time we come on, I can tell you guys. Uh, talk about the infamous uh, the fridge story, the the mini fridge. Oh god, I can't wait. All right, you heard it there. Look forward to the one? next time Ruther comes on. No brains, no headache podcast. Ruther, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, fellas. We'll talk soon. Welcome back to the dugout studio here on No Brains, No Headache podcast. An NBNH media production. We're having a couple seltzers, a couple bush lights. Just got off the interview with one of our favorite guests of all time, Andy Ruther. Matt, what'd you think of the interview with Ruther? That guy is the man. Yeah. He for some reason he likes us, but we like him a lot and he's a good time. So thanks to Ruther for coming on the show again. We'll definitely try to get him back. Uh NFL season's here, so Ruther was in order. Now on to Cleary's comments. This is a segment where Matt and I banter about random things. Um, you know, we, we're going to get right into it. We're going to be short and sweet this week as we drink some seltzers. Matt told me to play this clip, and I'm just going gonna, gonna to do what he tells me. Phil McCracken. <laughs> this is a school board Phil meeting. Phil McCracken. <laughs> Sulk. Sook. Mahidik. Suck my dick. <laughs> So, so far we have fill my crack and suck my dick. Ophelia McHawk. <laughs> Ophelia McHawk. Eileen Dover. Eileen Dover? I've never heard of that one. Eileen Dover. My favorite one's coming up. Well, how many are there? Don Kedick. What's that? What? Donkey Dick? Oh. <laughs> Don Kedick. Donkey brain would be how you could describe Wayne us. Wayne Kerr. Wanker. <laughs> Wayne Kerr. You're a wanker, aren't you? You little rascal. That's awesome, Matt. Matt said there was this school board meeting prank. Maybe you saw it on socials. Maybe you didn't. I had not. He told me to play the sound clip, and I did. Ophelia. What was it again? Ophelia McCock. That's probably my favorite. I don't think I've heard that one before. Which one's your favorite? Don Keydick. Don Keydick. That's, you know, Matt's alter ego. You got Cowboy Gordon and you got Donkey Dick. <laughs> I I love this. It's so good. It's so funny. I can't believe I haven't done this before. I mean, I've done this before, you know, like Mike Hawk. When I worked at the golf course, there was actually a guy that was named Michael Hunt, and he went by Mike. Yeah, I actually heard that. I'm very close to Mike Hawk, you know. That's UND alum here, and that was it. My school looks like a bunch of fucking idiots. That's exactly what they are. That's the college system for you. You well, just can't trust it. Well, after my school just getting shit on in this interview, yeah, feels good. I love how he he didn't even think you Mary was a, a real school. Bishop Sycamore. Well you can't I guess I don't know, do you have a patent? Like you just have you can have naming rights of Mary, Mother of God. 
I'm, I was trying to think of another like famous Virgin Mother Mary. I was trying to think of another famous Mary, and I William and Mary. Oh, that's a good one. Mary Magdalene, another religious one. Mary, not gonna work. Maryland, 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 the Maryland, the Terrapins, Monroe. All right, University of Mary can't trust it. You cannot trust candy corn either. However, candy corn is not that bad as we approach fall season. You're going to see more candy corn out there, and I'm just warning all of you with peanut allergies to watch out because my advice is it's not that bad as long as you mix it with a shitload of peanuts and M&Ms and other candies, then take out all the candy corn. Of course, just pick out all the candy corn once you've added all the other shit, then it's not bad at all. Watch out for the peanut allergy. Do you trust candy corn? I feel like it's a hot topic in no, the fall can, every year. No, candy corn and peanuts is great. It's a salt and nut roll, but you're just describing when you add M&Ms, that's trail mix. I'm basically saying make trail mix and then pick out all the candy corn and throw it in the garbage. That's the only form of good candy corn. I don't trust it. I don't like it. It's going to be talked about a lot, and I just wanted to beat everybody to it. You heard it here first. No Brains, No Headache podcast. You cannot trust candy corn. Is that a unanimous decision between both hosts? Yes. Okay. Candy corn canceled as of right now. September, early September. <laughs> I don't know what day September. it is. <laughs> September, wake me up when it's over. Trail mix to ignition. Great Weird Al song. Love that. I there was this news article that came up across my timeline. I looked it up and I could not find it, and it was titled "Mother Beats Off Mountain Lion to Save Son." Now that could go a lot of ways. Sometimes in in the world there's there's holdups, and the demand is a good old HJ. But turns out this mother is a hero and saved her son. Much like the guy that Simba'd the mountain lion in front of his family, which we were pretty proud of like four months ago. Mountain lion. Is that when they're in the driveway and they got attacked and he just sent it flying? I mean, he grabbed it and ran into his lawn and then just tomahawked it. This thing just barrel rolled and ran off. Tomahawk. Tomahawk. Just do whatever. My name is Jeff. It's Hefe, man. We're getting straight to the point here on Cleary's comments. I'm here with Matt Cleary, the originator, as they call him. You know what they say, Matt? Haters gonna hate, masters gonna... Bait. Yep. Damn it. Nailed it. That's one of my favorite things to say. Another one of my favorite things to do is I just take a word I, I just heard, and I say, I'll show it to you. How many times have I done this lately? Earlier you said... uh Something about... Um, Mary. No, you said something about like a microphone. And I said, I'll show you a microphone. That's <laughs> uh, a, it's a great line. You also do it in text when it doesn't make sense. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be a little bit late. And you go, I'll show you late. Jordan, you Snapchatted me. You're already at the studio. Yeah, I'm just saying I love taking things way out of context that make no sense. And just saying, I'll show you it. Uh, like funny example, if you're like, what if you just said the word colonoscopy and I said, <laughs> I'll show you a colonoscopy. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> I was thinking you're talking about like words you say a lot, which don't make a lot of sense. Like 
I don't use rank. Yeah, well, I know I've used it a lot, but I just thought of like, like, because sometimes it's just jerk reaction. Like, you say something, and I, my immediate reaction is just be like, I'll show you that. I'll show you a beer. I'll show you beat ups. <laughs> no, you're that. Like, when you're trying to make yeah. fun of someone. Sometimes I just do it out of habit. So I was just thinking of like funny things of like, you're just in a, you know, heat of the moment, and somebody just says something, and then you're like, I'll show you. Oh, so is your face. I'll show you a big rod, buddy. Says your face. I'll, sh- I'll show you a hammer. I also say big time a lot. Like Bobby big time? I just like, you're like, hey, we're going to record after work today. And I just say big time. Like, I don't know what that fucking means. Like big time? Yeah, we're definitely going to fucking record afterwards. Uh, it's kind of like that person who says it's been a minute and it's clearly been longer than a minute. You don't like that person. Therefore, you don't like yourself. I have never said it's been a minute. That's not true. How I, true is that? I would actually believe you've never said it's been a minute. If I'm has it been a minute since you said it? If it, <laughs> I have never said that to a person that I see like maybe once a year. I've never like shake his hand, give him a hug, give her a hug, give her a knucks or something, you know, COVID, and say, Hey, it's been a minute. If I ever do that, permission to just take me to the nearest farm and leave me. How about permission to just kick you in the nuts on the spot? Done. How about a dick punch rodeo? Ooh, that'd be a good one. Have we told our listeners about a dick punch rodeo? I think it, that was invented by my brother Sean. I mean, it, it is what it sounds. It's like getting dick punched for eight seconds, baby. And and it, it sucks. It's no it's fun for no one. There was a guy that I knew that could concentrate so hard. That he could just get kicked in the nuts repeatedly and not feel pain. Interesting. That's some serious focus right there. Laser focus. I wish we had his focus. I have no idea like what we're talking about. I lost it. I still don't know that Sean Watson quote that I was searching for. I was trying to help you, but I was also trying to produce a podcast. So there are a few other things on my mind. I just want to give a shout out to the listeners we still have on this show. I mean... They're just falling by the wayside. You know, we lost a lot of good men out there podcasting. We also gained a lot of good men. Yeah, yeah. They come and they go. I'm just saying, we've been ridiculous lately. I think I think me and you were just getting worn down by the summertime. Went hard in the paint. We just need we need to regroup. And that's why I will be coming off of a weekend in Deadwood. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like, yeah, we, we need to regroup. Yeah, I'm going to go to a bachelor party in Deadwood. And, and then you're going to go to where, Chicago the following weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to a 36-hour Chicago bender. All right, put your hands in. Show me your butthole on three. Yeah, and there's actually reason to that. We'll get to it. You'll see pictures. I don't know. That might be on episode whatever's down the road. I keep botching the episode numbers. I think for a minute there... Just now, I think we just had a revelation. I was about to throw in the towel, figuratively, of course, but we were getting down on ourselves, and we said, hey, no brains, no headache podcast, never stops. We go to Deadwood with mustaches, with trucker hats that says, show me your butthole. We go to Chicago for 36-hour trips, baby. I don't even want to mention the college football trip we have planned. We're going to wake up the next day and say, I don't know, I got fucking wasted last night. Or perhaps... And then go to the game. 
It's Hefe, man. You're hitting random buttons. And then we're going to do this. Good night and party on. And then we'll do this. Got that, Monix? Nope. Great. Forget it, Donnie. You're out of your element. Wow. Wow. And then this. Arnold Palmer alert. Arnold Palmer alert. Who wants some Arnie Palmies? <laughs> Sweetie, this one has the vodka right here. That got way out of hand. It's a new month. You know what that means. A new slate of the Olympics. The ranking game we play here on No Brains, No Headache podcast. This week is the Olympics of locker room, guys. We're going to focus on NFL. Had to clarify that up with Matt beforehand. So we didn't have a whole draft bus situation on our hands again. But we're doing it just in time for the upcoming NFL season. Time to get in the spirit of football season. You probably did your fantasy drafts by now. You're dusting off the old jersey. You're getting all the crock pots ready to go to sit on the couch for eight hours a day. Yelling at the television. That's the American dream, people. Don't try to tell me otherwise. So the Olympics of locker room, guys. How the Olympics works is every week we pick a topic such as locker room guys. Then we rank our favorites starting in descending order with gold onto silver, bronze. There's a lost in the medal round. As always, honorable mention and DQ optional. We'll get towards it to the end. Uh, Rule state, Matt and I have to alternate picks and we cannot have the same picks. Rules also state the loser from the prior week goes first. We haven't gotten those results yet. However, Matt was confident in his podium from the prior week. Olympics of Skills, check it out, episode 66. Um, Matt and I decided I'm going to go first because apparently I'm going to lose, but or I lost last week. We don't know. We can't tell the future, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. The Olympics of Locker Room, guys, get into the gold medal round here on No Brains, No Headache podcast. Matt, how are you feeling about it? I like my list. I'm confident in it. I, this is such a wide category that it's going to be a lot of fun. I, what I'm most excited for is the reasoning behind yeah, why this, you think they are a locker room guy. Yeah, I mean, I hope I'm not pandering to the audience because I just picked with what I went came to the heart and the head. Um, So my gold medal pick here is going to go with Lawrence Taylor. Damn it! I told you, you did not, you let me go first, and I said, you made a huge mistake, and judging by your reaction, LT... He was my number two. Yeah, LT was highly sought after, um, and the reason being, uh, before the game, you'll want to find him, if he's even there, I mean, sometimes he won't be there, because he's just all fucked up, still partying, uh, but before the game, find him, because you're going to want to get hyped up somehow, uh, then come halftime... If I'm feeling a little fatigued, uh, I'm going to find him to go over some schemes, if you know what I mean. What are those white lines on the playbook there? Don't worry about it. <laughs> and there's there's more reasons to why I picked Lawrence Taylor, but I feel like those are going to come uh, with some other picks down the road. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Lawrence Taylor, clearly a highly sought-after pick here on the Olympics of Locker Room, guys. What do you think? Unreal pick. Yeah. The reasoning behind it as well. This dude loved the devil's dandruff. Yeah, is that your reason or what did you have written down for LTZ? Uh basically cocaine. <laughs> cocaine, that's it. And and he had a great movie cameo in The Water Boy. 
Yeah, I think, and just like the way he played, maybe that would rub off on you, like the skills and just the intensity. I don't know, you got to make the others around you better. It was like 30 years ago that he was showing up to a game in the second quarter because he was so hungover or still drunk from the night before. I wonder what would happen now. Would you be cut, or does it depend on your status? Like if, I don't know, let's let's just say Delvin. Delvin Cook... (laughs) Having a little too much fun. wait, and he's a running back. Let's let's do the same. Let's do like a linebacker. I was gonna say JJ Watt, but he's yeah. so freaking yeah. How about just let's just go with like Bobby Wagner. Let's just say Bobby <laughs> goes out one night, you know, having fun. He shows up late. What happens in twenty twenty one? I think they make up some excuse, and it comes out years later after he retires that Bobby Wagner was six sheets to the wind when he rolled up to the stadium. Yeah, I, it would be interesting to see. It's different, clearly a different league now, but Lawrence Taylor, icon of his time, good pick so far. I'm going to hop into my gold medal, and I'm going to go with Rob Gronkowski. Okay, I like that pick a lot. Didn't even come on the radar. Rob Gronkowski is, a lot of people do hate him, but he is He's just having fun. He's a huge dude, 6'6", 270 pounds, wears a cast on his arm, and he just loves to yug beers after games. Dude, he's just like us. He likes to have a good time. We're having a good time, and that's what we're all about. So I respect the Gronk pick. He just likes to have fun. He's a happy dude. No one is better at what they are doing when you, other than Rob Gronkowski being on a Super Bowl float. I bet he drinks sixty beers in in that day easily. He's also isn't he the one who threw the trophy? Was he the one who tossed it? No, Tom tossed it to a backup tight oh, end. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're the end on the field goal team, but here you go. Yeah, I, and I love like when he was even with the Patriots and they won. And he would just be getting beers tossed to him and. Not only making athletic catches with his giant bear paws, but like you said, just guzzling down the road sodas, as I like to call them sometimes. Some suds. What if they gave, would that be open container if they were on a bus? Dude, rules don't apply (laughs) when you win a Super Bowl in Boston, or anywhere for that matter. I'm sure there were several laws broken when in Tampa Bay they are just boating around, just tanked. But whatever, we're not here to talk about the laws of Tampa Bay law enforcement. We're here to talk about locker room, guys. So far, we have LT and Gronk in the gold round onto the silver medal round. Um, these guys, you know, still got good reasons to have them. They still deserve a medal, but they're not quite GOAT status. Uh, this may be a cliche pick, but I have to go with him. I'm going to go with my silver pick is Tim Tebow. So, overall... He's just a good locker room guy for multiple reasons, and I'm going to tell you why. Every reason opposite of Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> Every reason opposite of our gold picks of Lawrence Taylor and Rob Gronkowski is why Tim Tebow's a good locker room guy. A, he probably knows every play in the playbook in detail and knows everyone else's spot and responsibility, and that's just what he knows as an ex-quarterback. I mean, a good quarterback knows where everybody's supposed to be maybe on their own team for offense maybe they don't know their own defense as well 
but they'll know their opponent's defenses really well if they're good enough. Um, so that, like in itself, is actually a practical, you know, thing. He's talking to his left tackle, he's making adjustments. Talking to his wideouts, making adjustments in the locker room, halftime adjustments before the game, whatever. Hanging out in the locker room. Also, he's a great leader who I'm sure is very understanding yet inspiring. Um, so those are just good traits to have. But that trait can also be tied into my last reason, which is him being a hype man. This guy knows how to get the people going. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets well, the people it, going. It, it, just look him up in college. This guy was a maniac, just screaming on the field, hyping up his teams. Where did he win two national championships with Florida? So that's pretty good. And, oh, on top of that, he will lead a prayer that is off the chains. I'm 100% confident in saying that. So Tim Tebow, silver medal recipient from me in the Olympics of locker room, guys. Thoughts on that? G- good pick. I wasn't going to touch Tebow. I... I like him as a locker room guy. Hindsight, after you explained it, huge miss on my part. I love Tim Tebow, him after losing to Ole Miss and his speech that he gave, you will not see someone push a team harder and blah, blah, blah. They put a a 17,000 pound statue of him up before he was gone from the school. Yeah, that's (laughs) with that speech on it. Yeah, I mean. He also played in minor league baseball. He's been in all these different organizations, so he just brings a boatload of experience. And, yeah, literally just practical reasons of him being a locker room guy. He knows knows football in depth. He's a really good guy. He's inspiring. He's a hard worker. You look up locker room guy in a dictionary, and Tim Tebow is probably the one in the picture. Yeah, I bet Carson Wentz wishes he prayed as hard as Tim Tebow does. I'm writing down my next pick. Well, even just one more thing. Remember Tebowing or doing the, te- yeah. what is it? Was it called Tebowing? Yep. Where you did like the one legged, that was so stupid, but iconic. So, I mean, a good locker room guy is going to have an iconic look and a statue of him put up before he even leaves campus. Like <laughs> locker room guy. <laughs> just his weight alone in bronze. Uh, I'm going to go with <laughs> my silver medal, which is weird because I just said bronze, but nice. I don't know if it's that weird or I'm just a fucking idiot. Uh, I'm going to go with Pat McAfee. Ooh, I really like that pick. Pat McAfee was the guy that he knew he had one or two jobs and he knew he was going to do them well. And after that, he was he was that prototypical athlete that comes into the league and gets a bunch of money and he just goes, I'm going to have fun with it. This guy was doing everything to piss off coaches or his general manager. He openly talks about it now. He thought he was going to be drafted by the Cowboys, and then he the Cowboys pass on him, so they start getting drunk, and then he gets drafted by the Colts. He doesn't know how to punt. He teaches himself how to punt, beats out the incumbent. Peyton Manning loves him, so I think that just makes more of a locker room guy when you can be brought in by the young guys and the grizzly old veteran that's really uh, prim and proper, everyone gravitated towards him, and he could just lay the smack down for a punter. You're, I think you're thinking of partying in a locker room, judging by your list so far. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad list. 
I like your list, but it seems like you're just going with guys you want to party with, which I'm not saying I don't want to party with LT, and I definitely do want to party with Tebow because I feel like I could just tear him down morally. But <laughs> that's a terrible reason to party with them. What? I'm highly influential. <laughs> I'm an influencer. A bad influencer. <laughs> Whatever, an Pat influencer nonetheless. But <laughs> Gronk and Pat, I like the pick so far. Uh, you did give some good reasons for Pat there of him just being a good guy, and he can uh, kick the piss out of a ball. So good pick. I like it so far. Interesting, though. Clearly, Matt has never played a down of football in his life. Flag football. We didn't even have locker room. 2004. Go Dolphins. I thought it was the Cowboys. We were the Cowboys fifth grade. Okay, well, 05, go boys. <laughs> They did hard knocks on us. <laughs> I was just going to say something that was, like, really bad. But, yeah, okay, go. Don't say it. <laughs> we all see it. We, let's move on to the bronze medal round of the Olympics of Locker Room, guys. No Brains, No Headache podcast. It's the ranking game we play. It's open for interpretation. And after this, you will be able to vote on our podiums at NBNH Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Bronze medal recipient for me will be... Ray Lewis. Matt is just has a look of disgust on his face. He's just disappointed, not in me, but himself. He let me go first, and I can just tell that Ray Lewis was definitely on his power list and not anymore because I took him off the board, and here's why. Ray Lewis, the main reason for this pick is because if we're in the same locker room, I would assume that means we're on the same team. So that means there is a likely less chance he runs me over in aggressive fashion on the football field. I'm not saying there's a 0% chance because I definitely could see Ray Lewis being the guy like if you're like going for a tackle and he's just beating you, he's just going to throw you to the ground and be like, get the hell out of my way or... One of my favorite lines to say in football is if you just absolutely deck somebody, don't be on the tracks and the train's coming through. I mean, you just got to watch out. It's a powerful thing. It's not going to stop. But, yeah, it just means that we're we're, uh, teammates, and he's not going to be trying to rip my head off. Furthermore, this also means, since we're teammates, that hopefully I've earned a little bit of respect so he doesn't murder me. I'm basically trying to avoid getting murdered by him on and off the field. And, I mean, the same reason goes for Lawrence Taylor, as I said earlier. If we're in the same locker room, that means we aren't lining up against each other, and that's just a win as is. Both those guys are extremely scary. I want the scary guys on my side in my locker room. And the final reason for picking Ray Lewis is he can lend me some deer antler spray when energy is low and I need a good pick-me-up, Ray Lewis. Great pick. I had it on my radar. I have a backup for it, but I was going to say the line, which I thought was really funny in my head, but I was going to say Ray Lewis will kill for you, both on and off the field, but you definitely delivered it better than I could, so I'm happy to let you have it, but I'm also not happy to let you have it. I guess I just added a few more words, but Ray Lewis will probably kill for you, you know. Two-time Super Bowl winning champion. Jimmy Hoffa's body in the blood-soaked white tuxedo that Ray Lewis was wearing that night. We will never know where they are. My bronze medal. Kit. 
staying on the same line. They played for the same team. I'm going to go Both Ed, murderers. Ed Reed. Okay. Ed Reed is, and I'm, I'm talking the Ed Reed that I loved in the NFL. He was awesome. But if you watch the U part two, Ed Reed is absolutely legendary of a leader in the locker room. He was running practices at Miami. He was getting the guys psyched up. He was playing hurt. The most inspirational out of that documentary, and maybe even of all college football, outside of third leg Greg Olson. Love Greg and the 12th Floor Boys. The 12th Floor Boys started hip-hop, in my opinion. I thought it was 7th Floor, but... Well, get your facts right, Matt. Whatever. We don't fact-check on this podcast. Ed Reed's my bronze medal. It's a waste of time to fact-check. Why would anybody ever do that? So stupid. It's for rich people. I like the Ed Reed pick. I like that our bronzes were both uh, Miami and Ravens alumnus, you could say, alumni. Um, so I like that pick. I I always have a deep respect for defensive players more than offensive players, mainly because I myself was too stupid to play offense, could not remember the plays, could memorize a few blitzes, however, get a few conkies, you know, one thing leads to another, and uh, your you high a podcast. <laughs> now you're, you're a piece of shit 27-year-old who has a podcast. Life is good. Cannot complain. Lost in the metal round. These guys, you know, they didn't quite make it, but they're still deserving of saying, hey, you barely made it. So my guy is going to be Jared Allen. Defensive end. He played for the Chiefs, played for the Vikings, went on to play for the Bears. Uh, he's notorious for... Panthers. And the Panthers, he's notorious for chasing Dan Orlovsky out of the back of the end zone for an unassisted safety, some could say. Uh, but Jared Allen would be a locker room guy that would just be interesting just to talk to. I'm sure he's motivational and he's a really good player. And, you know, He did great things in his career, but this is just a pick strictly on interesting talking situations. Um, an ideal situation with Jared Allen would be during like a lightning delay. Or like some sort of fucked up situation where like you're just kind of in the locker room, burning time. Um, you know, lightning delay would be ideal, and you just get yourselves into a deep, random conversation about something like bear hunting or something like that. And I know he's a cowboy at heart too. So uh, great retirement video. I don't know if you remember it, but he said he's riding into the sunset, and he, then it pans out, and he's on a horse, and he just walks away. Great video. He's like the size of a horse, too. That guy is a beast. A but poor horse. Yeah, Jared Allen, just be interesting person to talk to and just absorb all of his stories and knowledge and humor. My boy, Jay Allen, 69. Good pick. I'm very happy to get my lost in the metal round. He could be a lot higher. Scooped I'm going to go with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Nice. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Went to Harvard. It has one of the best wonderlick, the SAT of the NFL scores of all time. And he's also played for, I think, like 14 years now. And he's played for, I'm going to guess, seven or eight teams. He gets around the NFL. Try like 10 or 11. Yeah, he, I mean, every year he's on a different team. Um, he gets around the NFL, but he always seems to be there when they need him. He is the only QB, to my knowledge, that was a closer because last year 
he would come into games and finish them out because of a rookie quarterback couldn't handle the pressure or wasn't playing well. Bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's like, hey, guys, no problem. No, Bro- he, he would do the usual first three or four weeks of the season, leading the league in passing yards by a lot. And then a terrible coaching decision just leads to him being benched <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> and then, like, that, I'm referring to him with the Bucks like, two or three years ago. But, like, then the same thing happened with the Dolphins where he's, like, doing just fine. And then they're like, well, we got to bring Tua in. We have to. I'm, and I didn't mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but he's a very good pick. What else do you got to say about Fitzmagic? I just love Ryan Fitzpatrick because if you didn't know him from being in the NFL for so many years and depending on what clothes he's wearing, but you could definitely mistake him for a homeless man. Oh, I was going to say porn star. He's on, his beard is just bushy. He's got kind of a, a fro and he... Is just like so unassuming. Yeah, his hair looks like he took a toaster bath to get ready <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> just, just as a string pulls it, toaster falls in. Yeah, hair is ready to go for the day. No, sometimes he just wears bling in these swaggy ass shades, and it's like I don't know, is that guy, is that guy a rock star? The only guy that can successfully He's a Harvard grad pull <laughs> off wearing a Hawaiian shirt to a press conference after a game. My thing with Ryan Fitzpatrick after you know, watching his career and seeing his highs and some of his lows is just like, what would have happened if like a team would have drafted him, you know, early on his, in his career and just like stuck with him or like oh some a team along the way after they kind of see his flashes of greatness, a team along the way just being like, okay, we're gonna have this or know, this quarterback that's like a top 15 quarterback you know at his best why don't we get a good o-line a good defense good running back like wide receivers surround somebody who's not going to demand so much fucking money but it's like i guess you could classify like i don't want to say game manager but like he's a gunslinger yeah he definitely does not care game manages though because he's so knowledgeable that guy is smart i don't know interesting to see i like our picks I think we both have some very good podiums. Really quick, go through yours for the listeners. I'm going with Rob Gronkowski, Gold, Silver, Pat McAfee, Bronze, Ed Reed, and Lost in the Metal Round, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I got Lawrence Taylor, Tim Tebow, Ray Lewis, and Jared Allen. Uh, I think it's going to be a good one. I, I like your podium. Seems like a fun crew, but still respectable crew, and definitely uh, a lot of people like those guys. I also like mine. They will murder you if you're in the other locker room. They may, might not murder you if you're in their locker room. Definitely going to do drugs with them if they're in your locker room. Let's talk about a few honorable mentions. Have any? I have one left that wasn't taken, and okay. it was Marshawn Lynch. Okay, I like that. He openly talks about how you drink before games, which I could totally get on board with. Plus and he if, always has Skittles on the yeah, sideline. If you have low blood sugar, just find Marshawn in the locker room and get you perked right up. I had a couple just to you know throw, get some ideas rolling, but I thought Doug Flutie would be a good one just because he went to the USFL, then to the NFL, then to the CFL, back to the NFL. I mean, that guy probably has stories. And he's seen it all, a lot of experience. Last guy to drop kick an extra point. Too. Yes, exactly. Very interesting and skilled guy. Uh, other one, Randy Moss. I mean, that's just me being me. I got to put my boy Randy up there. I got to mention him. 
Josh Gordon, smoke a little weed, you know, hang out, why not? Your boy Robbie Anderson, uh, judging by the news articles on old slobby Robbie, uh, I'm sure he's got some good stories for you, so go hang out with him. And the one I ha- I have to mention is, I'm, you know, I'm a man of my word, so Taysom Hill has to be mentioned. Uh, we had Aaron Hodges on. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! And I strongly claimed he would be an excellent locker room guy. Uh, he's basically Tebow 2.0, but still in the league and Mormon. Um, and I would have had him higher on my list, and he was actually my backup if you got one of mine. Uh, but I just don't like him. And I'm sure he's a decent guy, but he plays for Sean Payton and the goddamn Saints, both of which I highly despise. So figure I'd mention Taysom Hill. Probably a really good locker room guy. I was going to go with Steve Smith, but then I thought on it for like 10 seconds, and he's punched multiple teammates in the face. So I was like, I can't do it. The Olympics of locker room, guys. You can vote on these podiums at NBNH Podcast. Check our Instagram. Check our Twitter pages. Uh, we'll have that up for everyone to vote and check it out for yourselves. No brains, no headache. Podcast. <laughs> That's our show for this week, so hopefully you enjoyed it, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Andy Ruther for joining us. He's always a great guest, so we appreciate him taking time out of his schedule to chat with us. As always, follow us on social media, at NBNH Podcast, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Leave us a rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us a short story. I really don't care. Just leave a review. Looking forward to next week, we will have Colton Jesse on as guest. He is a bull rider turned musician, so we'll talk to him about all of that. And we have the Olympics of TLC shows. Should be a pretty interesting one. Until then, ciao. Hell, every guy's got his dream, am I right? Between you, me, and the wall, I had a doozy myself last night. <laughs>